Entrepreneur on Fire 647. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations. Timing is one. Want dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Phil Drolet. Phil, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yeah. Yes. Phil is the founder of worldclassentrepreneur.com, a platform designed to help entrepreneurs build world-class businesses and have world-class lives. He's spoken at Stanford, is a contributing writer for entrepreneur.com, and a former national team swimmer. His mission is to actualize human potential and create profound societal change through entrepreneurship. Phil, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sounds good. Well, thanks, John. And what's up, Fire Nation? It's an honor to, uh, to share a little bit about my journey with you. The really short version, I grew up in Canada, so John successfully pronounced my French name. I'm a Canuck, too. Ah, well, there you go. So <laughs> we have the Canadian love in the house. And uh, so I grew up as a, as a swimmer and, and was super passionate about swimming growing up and just really almost obsessed with it in terms of reading articles and studying what other swimmers in other countries were doing. And as I became older, I started studying personal development. And um, I was in Australia in grad school at the time and started uh, listening to Tony Robbins. And I had this epiphany that what I had been passionate my whole life wasn't swimming itself, but rather it was to optimize and actualize human potential. And that that could be done in so many different ways and that swimming was just one of them. So I went really deep into personal development, started my first business called The Feel Good Lifestyle, sharing different strategies so people could have better habits, improve their mindset, do more cool with their life. And I just loved it. And as I did this, I realized that the process of building businesses is absolutely fascinating and helping entrepreneurs build better businesses is amazing. And to do it in a way where we can have an amazing life is, is the end game for me. Well, it's not the end game, but helping people is the end game. And if we can do it in a way that feels really good for us and where our dream lifestyle gets achieved, now we're really talking. So that's the path I'm on right now. I've experimented with a lot of different ways to achieve success and to be happy. And uh, that's what I like to talk about. So, Phil, your journey has been intense, it's been powerful, it's been revealing in a lot of ways, and we're really going to do a deep dive into that. But before we open up that can and peek on in, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So, Phil, take it away. Totally. Well, as I told John before we started this, it's a little bit unusual. So, the quote is, less is more. So, Phil, what we love doing with these quotes is really breaking it down for our listeners, Fire Nation. How would you really want Fire Nation to interpret this quote and implement it into their lives? The reason why I wanted to share this with entrepreneurs especially is because 
it's so easy in, in the world we live in. The social narrative of entrepreneurship oftentimes tells us that in order to succeed, we must work more. We got to put in more hours. We got to push harder. And, and I've done that for a long time. And coming up from a swimming background, it's kind of what I knew. And over the last year, I've realized that that's not always, oftentimes it's not the best way to go. And when we're tired, when things aren't working, actually it's not doing more that's going to help. It's doing less. It's stepping away from it all and just reevaluating what are the key things that really make an impact in my business? Who are the key people in my entrepreneurial ecosystem that I should build stronger relationships? And to really focus on the key aspects and then to do less so we can be more rested, we can have more energy, and we can create more magic when we are actually taking action. Pareto's principle is very powerful for entrepreneurs to really absorb. And that's basically that 20% of our actions account for 80% of our results. And of course, that's approximate. Sometimes when you really can hone in on this, it can be like 5 or 3% of our actions are going to account for 80 plus percent of our results, which is incredibly powerful. And that's how you really start to learn how to leverage your knowledge, leverage your skill set. And Fire Nation, it's not about doing everything. It's about doing those things that drive the results, that 5% or that 20% of activities that really give you the big bang for the buck. And Phil, I want to keep this theme going forward. And what we really love doing here at Entrepreneur on Fire Lands is revealing stories from your entrepreneurial journey because let's face it, we're humans and we thrive on stories. History broken up into two words, his story. We love stories and I want you, Phil, to break it down to the ground level. Don't be vague on us. Don't give us you know, random stuff. Just take us to a moment in your life. I want to be there with you. Tell us <laughs> a story, Phil, of a time that you failed and the lessons that you learned. Absolutely. Well, it was quite recent, actually, and um, it's quite a personal moment. So I will bring it into, it bring you into my life, and um, yeah, I'll be pretty. My arms are wide open, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, like I said, you know, I I grew up knowing that working hard was, or thinking that working hard and and pushing myself really hard was was the key to success, and and that got me to a pretty high level. But earlier this year, um, I started to get tired. I was just. I would wake up in the morning. For me, one of the key indications of if my life is on the wrong track, in the right track or not, is how I feel when I wake up. If I'm rested, energized, and pumped up, that's good. If I'm tired and not excited and kind of want to roll around and sleep some more, there's something going on. And if this is happening day after day now, I know something's definitely wrong. So about three months ago, I had this string of waking up and just being like not inspired. And this is very rare for me. It's like, well, what's going on here? But in that moment, I was like, well, I just probably just need to work harder. I just need to kind of push through and uh, then it'll get better, which looking back makes no sense. But sometimes when we're in that phase of overwhelm, of stress, that's just what we do. We kind of revert back to our, our way of doing things. And one of the things that had helped me remain sane through that period was that I would go to the sensory deprivation tank. So for those of you who don't know what that is, a sensory deprivation tank is a tank of, that's full, halfway filled with water that has a ton of salt in it. And the salt allows us to go in the tank and to float on water completely in the dark and completely in quietude. So we are essentially in um, this, this tank where there's no senses and you don't see anything, you don't hear anything, you don't feel anything. It's just you and your thoughts and God, if you believe in a, in a higher power. 
And so that day I was exhausted. I went in there and I was going to spend 90 minutes just to kind of see what's going on and check in with myself. And as soon as I laid down to float, I felt, I felt it all, all the stress, all the pressure, all the anxiety of the past few months, it kind of like bubbled up to the surface. And in that moment, I couldn't run away from it. I didn't have my cell phone. I didn't have my friends. I didn't have anything. I was just there for 90 minutes. And I knew something was something crazy was going to happen. And I just kind of like took a breath and all this anxiety just kind of like came up. And in that moment, I just started crying. And I, you know, I'm a guy. I don't yeah. cry often. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know how it is. But it wasn't like three tears. It was like half an hour of uncontrollable sobbing. So I'm butt naked in the dark and now I'm crying and I don't even know what's going on, but I can't stop crying. And I don't even feel sad. I just feel exhausted. I just feel emotionally drained and I'm just letting it all out. And I'm just like, oh, well, I can't do anything right now. So I cry, cry, cry. And when I was done crying, I just, oof, like what just happened? I, like my record for the longest I'd ever cried was probably like 20 seconds. I just cried for 30 minutes. So wow. in that moment, it was so clear that I had pushed myself too far and I'd gone over the edge and that I needed some time to recover. And it just kind of like had this moment of clarity that, wow, maybe this whole way of like pushing myself hard and being disciplined, it works, but there's something even better. There's a better way of doing things. And so that's when I kind of went down this new path of less is more and that was the beginning of a whole new exploration, which is now what I'm doing. One thing that I'm getting out of this, Phil, and we hear it time and time again throughout these 646 previous episodes of Entrepreneur on Fire, is that whenever we start going down a path that doesn't quite feel right, that our gut, that our intuition, that our human instinct is telling us, you know what, this might not be the right path, when we really have that internal doubt that's a red flag and we need to examine that immediately because if you don't and you keep going down there, you might get to that point where you're naked and sobbing for 30 minutes like <laughs> Phil did because Fire Nation, like our instincts, they are meant to guide us. That intuition has kept us safe and I love this example and Fire Nation knows it. Uh, back in the caveman days, we don't walk outside at dark because there might be a saber-toothed tiger around the corner and guess what? Now we've survived and we've reproduced and here we are talking today and it's a magical thing, that intuition, that guts, that just sense of knowing. So Fire Nation, let that be your star. Let that be your guiding light as you go along in this journey. And it seems like it took Phil to the breaking point to realize that, but he got there. He achieved some form of recognition. And that doesn't mean he's not going to fail anymore. And that doesn't mean that he's not going to hit any more walls. But he's had that moment, that realization, and that will never leave his memory banks. And Phil, what I really want you to do, because I just kind of broke down what I got out of that from your story for Fire Nation, but I want you to just pull out one value bomb that you can sum up from that experience that Fire Nation can implement. I think something very practical that we can extract from this is when we get tired, when we get overwhelmed, when in your business, things aren't working the way you want and you just feel the weight of the world, it's, the walls are crumbling around you. Our natural instinct is just, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to step later tonight. I'm just going to push through this. And that is actually the worst thing that we can do. The best thing that I've found in my experience and what I would invite you to try the next time it just feels like too much, take a day off. 
just the next day, just clear your calendar. If you have appointments, if you have client meetings, just tell them like, hey, listen, some personal stuff is happening. I need to take a day off. If you have good relationships with your clients, they'll understand. And during that day, just get away from your computer, go in nature, go to the sensory deprivation tank if you're curious about it, go to a cafe where you like to reflect and elevate yourself above the forest. If you're stuck running around in circles in the forest, running faster won't get you there. It's to actually elevate yourself above and see where you are, where you're trying to go, what tree you keep bumping into, and then clear a new path. And that will save you so much time, so much energy, and it's, it's just the best way to go about it. So give yourself the gift of that one day off and then figure out where you're at and where you want to go and then get back into the forest. And Fire Nation, don't be sitting there being like, okay, whatever, Phil, like I can't just clear my schedule like X, Y, Z. Like he said, if you have good relationships with your clients, then they'll understand. And guess what? If you don't Fire Nation, get new clients. What are you doing? This is your one journey that you're on. Believe me, you clear that calendar, you go take care of yourself, obla di, obla da, life will go on without you cranking away every day, all day, until you reach burnout mode. So Phil, I want to go to the other end of the spectrum. I want to talk about you and an aha moment. Obviously, that sensory deprivation tank gave you an aha moment. That's incredibly powerful, and that's one story. I want to hear another story of a time that you just had a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. So Phil, take us to that moment and really break it down to the ground level and share with us that aha moment, that light bulb that went off specifically, and Phil, the steps you took to turn that idea into success. Yeah, so there's, there's so many along the ways, insights and, and discoveries, and I'll share one that just kind of pops into my mind right now that uh, has been really helpful. So uh, to give you a little bit of context, I, my dream was to go to Stanford University. I was a swimmer growing up, and Stanford has one of the top programs in the nation. It's sunny all the time over there, and it's a good school. So I was really set. And when I was 17, I was in contact with the coach and back and forth, back and forth. And eventually I didn't get in and it just didn't work out. So that day I decided that, okay, one day I'll go back and I'll speak at Stanford and I'm going to come back and I'm going <laughs> to teach them something. Like, you know, it was a bit of an ego thing. Like sure. I'll show them who's, but whatever. So fast forward over time. And it was always one of those things like, you know, when I'm 40, I'll go speak at Stanford. Like then I'll be ready. And then a couple of years ago, I was, I was 26, actually. I was like, what am I waiting for? Like, why do I have to wait till I'm 40? So that, that idea just kind of like kept running around through my head. And then I, I was reading, I was rereading the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And in there, there's a section about how to become an expert in like 30 days or something. And one of the advice that Tim gives, if you want to really establish yourself as a thought leader, as an authority in your industry, is to go speak at a local university. And so at first I was like, oh, I should go speak at the University of Colorado. You know, I live in Boulder. It's just down the road. And in that moment, I was actually having a few beers with my friends. So <laughs> said, we're like having dinner. It's like 830. I've had maybe three beers and we're just kind of like Heck yeah. shooting. This. Yeah. It's just having fun. And in that moment, I'm like, why don't I go speak at Stanford? Like, why not do it now? And, you know, having a couple of beers, being with friends helped me feel courageous. But here's what changed everything. In the past, I would have been like, well, you know, I'll think about it overnight and maybe tomorrow morning I'll act on it. I'll put on my to-do list for tomorrow. But inspiration and courage are uh, a little bit perishable. They come and go. And when we're feeling inspired, when we're feeling ballsy, we have to act on it. So I actually got up from the dinner. I went to my computer and I did what we call now dumb action. Taking dumb action means what is the one thing I can do in this moment 
that will turn this idea into a project? What would that be? And it doesn't have to be complicated. We, we, sometimes we make this way too big and we, we want to take the right action. So that's why we call it dumb action. Just do anything. So I got up, I went on Facebook and I have one friend. She goes to Stanford and I just sent her a message being like, hey, I just had this idea. I want to come speak and blah, blah, blah. And I went back to drinking beers. The next morning I woke up and she had responded. She'd said, Phil, this is a great idea. Here are three ways that you could come and speak at Stanford. One, two, three. Each of these ideas or, or, or ways of doing it made sense. And I was like, oh my God, this is totally going to work. And then three months later, I was on, on stage at Stanford living my dream and it was easy, but it all came from that one dumb action. And since then, that's been a huge um, kind of life hack or business hack that I use all the time, taking dumb action when we have an idea. Phil, I love that phrase, inspiration and courage is perishable. And Fire Nation really absorbed that because it is. So seize the moment, seize the day. There's a reason why carpe diem is such a term that's been passed down throughout history because everybody has realized that both inspiration and courage and opportunities are perishable. Phil stepped up. He took action. Yes, it was dumb action, but it was action. And look where it got him on stage at Stanford living his dream. And that's what I pulled out of that, Phil. But I want you to sum it up for Fire Nation into one value bomb takeaway that you can share with our audience. Well, it's very simple, John, and everyone else listening. So the next time you have an idea, as entrepreneurs, we're gifted with this, these insights that come from the ether, and we waste so many of them. And that's really tragic, in my opinion. So the next time you have a great idea, the next mental model that should get fired up in your brain is, what dumb action can I take right now? Like, right this moment. And, you know, we have a cell phone now, so we can make a call, we can send an email wherever we are. So challenge yourself and have fun with it. What is the one thing I could do right now that would make this real, that would get the wheels of destiny in motion and do it? And then carry on with your day. But next time you check your email, you'll probably have something that will have return. And now you'll be even more excited because you're like, oh my God, this is real. And then you have momentum and, and then that's where the real magic happens. So Phil, I love that sum up. And again, just like you've had a lot of aha moments, a lot of inspirational moments, You've had a lot of moments to be proud of. I mean, you're living a pretty powerful life right now. But again, you know, you know we love stories, Phil. And I want you to break it down and take us to the moment that you would consider your proudest entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story. I gave a TED Talk two weeks ago. And so that was cool. But the way that I showed up in the TED Talk is what I'm really proud of. So in what I teach, and I'm sure, John, you've talked about this with your guests many times, Courage is like a muscle and the ability to perform under pressure and to really rise and step up in these key moments is something that we develop behind the scenes every single day. And for the past three years, I've really tried hard every time I, I'm faced with a situation that's scary, whether that's, that's having an uncomfortable conversation, making a sales call, uh, doing a webinar, to really embrace it and to use that as training for my courage muscle. And a big part of it was that the day when I have to be on stage and really do something big, it's going to be easy. That's always been my motivation. So backtrack to two weeks ago, I am at the Ellie Calkins Opera House in Denver, and I'm about to go on stage to give a TED Talk in front of 2,200 people. Um, so it's a lot of people. It's a big venue. And I've, the, the more people I've ever talked to, it was like 100. Now it's 2,200. And backstage, I was just getting ready for it. And uh, it's funny because 
I wanted to talk to the other performers to just kind of build connections and make friends. Everyone was so nervous. I couldn't talk to anybody. And I was just excited. I was just ready to go up there and share this message with the world and just serve these 2,200 people and however many thousands are going to see it online. And I felt about 70% excited, 30% scared, which for me is my sweet spot. <laughs> and I went up there and just delivered as good a performance as I could have. It was, it was like a 10 out of 10 for this moment. And I walked off stage and I just felt amazing because it showed that I had become the kind of guy who can go off the stage in a very critical moment. Like if you mess up on the TEDx stage, it's not very cool. But I was able to perform and I had known that all these little moments had prepared me for this. And now I'm so pumped, John, because all these things coming up in the future, I know I'm ready for them because of all this work behind the scenes. So that's one of those things, but it feels really good and, and really exciting moving forward. So Phil, worldclassentrepreneur.com. You have a lot of cool things going on right now, and that's where I want to bring it. I want to bring it to present times, and I want you, Phil, to share with us, Fire Nation, the one thing that has you most fired up today. I'll be really honest. Uh, I'm about to go take a six-week vacation. And there it is. Less is more, right? So yeah. I, haven't, I, I, I really got down this journey three years ago, and I haven't given myself permission to really get away from it. So World Class Entrepreneur is this platform where we want to help entrepreneurs build amazing businesses, but in a way that feels really good and move away from the model of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm succeeding, I'm making millions of dollars, but I'm overweight, I, you know, Sleep deprived, anxiety, I'm sobbing when I'm naked. Exactly. And, and <laughs> let's be honest, we've all been there and we're all at some level on the continuum. And I sincerely believe that there's a way to build beautiful businesses that make money, that serve the world, and that feel really good for us. And I know that that's my, my next journey to really serve people in that way. But it starts with me being fully recharged and fully aligned with that mission and what that looks like in practice. So I'm taking six weeks off um, and I'm going to Peru. I'm going to Burning Man. I'm going to my friend's wedding and just really bring my, my battery back to 100%. I think so often we take vacation and we're like at 3% and we plug ourselves back to like 14%. And we're like, okay, I'm, you know, sort of functional now. <laughs> but like as entrepreneurs, as creative people, the real magic is in that top 20%. That's where we have ideas that can literally change the world. And it won't happen when we're depleted. So I'm taking six weeks off to really plug myself back in and create that platform and create the next version. So if you're curious to see what happens, you know, sign up and go check it out. Uh, but for now, it's in uh, creative incubation is the phase that I'm in. And that's what I'm excited about. Creative incubation. I'm all about it. That idea muscle, that creativity muscle, Fire Nation. It's what we need to work every single day. I love when James Altucher gives his advice and he just says, you know what? You just sit down and write 10 ideas a day. Nine of them are probably going to suck. You know what? All 10 of them might. But what you're doing is you're actually writing down ideas. You're working that creativity muscle. The first push-up you ever do in your life is not going to be a good push-up. You're not going to be able to do 10 good push-ups. But if you work at it every day, just like you work your muscles doing physical push-ups, that idea muscle, that creativity muscle is going to strengthen. And Phil, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
We'd all like to avoid the dreary side of business, the paperwork, but we can't. If you've decided to take the leap and start your own business, you're probably knee-deep in securing financing, getting licensing, and ironing out budgets. You may find the creative side of your brain craving attention. Luckily, there is one task you need to do that is more creative. You need to get a few designs in place so you can begin connecting with clients. With a powerful logo, website, and social media design, you'll be able to promote your business both in person and online starting right away. At 99designs, you can get anything designed in just a week for the startup-friendly price. 99designs can help you build your client base before you even open the doors. What if you could start your next design project today and have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Well, you can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. The best time to start building your team is before you feel the stress and overwhelm that comes with running your own business. You and I both know that trying to do everything on your own can be exhausting. That's why I launched Entrepreneur on Fire on day one with two team members already on board, but it wasn't an easy task to manage. If you've ever posted an online classified job ad, you know managing the post is a full-time job in and of itself. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites and to social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. From there, ZipRecruiter.com will even highlight your best candidates for you. Then you can screen them, rate them, and hire the best one for your position. Try ZipRecruiter.com and find out why they've been using over a hundred thousand businesses. Right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Phil, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? That sounds great. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The story that I needed to have five to 10 years of professional experience in the corporate world before I was ready to start my own business. I love that. The story. Fire Nation, a lot of times we tell ourselves these stories and a lot of times they're not true stories. They're not nonfiction. They're fables. Phil, what's the best advice you've ever received? Have fun. You know, like... Literally, whatever you do, have fun. And if it's fun, you'll do a better job at it and you'll be happier and that's where magic happens. Share one of your personal habits, Phil, that you believe contributes to your success. Meditation is, is the one and it's part of what I call my morning flow. I used to have a very strict morning ritual where it'd be like, I wake up, I go drink water, I meditate, I do yoga, I take a cold shower and then I have a smoothie. And now I've shifted that to kind of like a menu of activities that I do in my first hour but recognizing that every morning I'm going to feel a little bit different and I need a different medicine. So sometimes it's an hour of meditation. Sometimes it's dancing for 20 minutes. Sometimes it's calling a friend from home. So every morning I have an hour of just giving myself the gift of whatever will make me feel awesome and inspired and then starting my day from that place. Love that. Phil, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? My advice on that piece would be to spend a little bit less time on the computer, a little bit more time in nature with no information whatsoever, just to listen and to see what comes through. 
Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this non-resource called Nature <laughs> and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Phil Drolet. Phil, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? The one that I would share, if you haven't read it yet, The Education of Millionaire by Michael Ellsberg. Uh, in a nutshell, he studied the lives of 50 millionaires who didn't graduate high school or college and asked them what really made them successful. What are the things that actually made a difference and um, created a book with this and it really altered my, uh, my approach to entrepreneurship. So definitely recommend it. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Phil, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I would reach out to someone who I definitely believe is doing great work in the world and offer to help them out for free for, uh, for a month and then build a relationship and see how we can create something amazing together. Um, that's how I would go about it. See, Fire Nation, I love how this theme keeps coming up about apprentice. Be an apprentice. Yeah. Be willing to serve under somebody whom you admire, who you look up to, whose place you want to be at at some point in life, who you know, like, and trust, and who has the admiration of others. You serve as an apprentice, and you serve that person faithfully with nothing but value. You will learn the incredible value that they hold within their success mantra, and you can apply it to your life. So, Look at that apprenticeship as an opportunity. Anybody can do that right now. And Phil, thank you for being so open and so honest with us, Fire Nation, today. And let's end with you giving us one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. If you got inspired by this idea of just less is more, and there's a part of your soul that says, wow, maybe, maybe he's onto something, I would recommend doing the experiment for the next week or the next 30 days of working 25% less hours. So if you're at a 60, cut it down to 45. If you had 40, cut it down to 30. And notice what happens. Look in terms of qualitative metrics, like how you feel and how creative and productive you're being and quantitative metrics, profits and revenue, and see what happens. A lot of entrepreneurs are working much more than they need, and it actually has negative uh, results. And just try it out. And you might be pleasantly surprised. Uh, I know I, I was when I did this. And in terms of connecting with me, World Class Entrepreneur is the new plas- worldclassentrepreneur.com is the new platform. The feelgoodlifestyle.com is my personal development blog and company. So if you want to explore more uh, habit building and mindset improvement, you'll find some great stuff on there as well. And just thank you so much for listening. And um, thanks, John, for creating this amazing platform. Well, Phil, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about, your non-resource, your book, your contact information, everything at eofire.com. Just type Phil in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Phil, thank you for being so generous with your time, your experience, your expertise. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation. 
Podcasting doesn't have to be hard. Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week where I share the step-by-step process of how to create your podcast. Visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.